Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. So is work from home a permanent solution? Companies like Facebook, Zillow, Twitter, and others are looking to make working from home a permanent reality for their employees in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Working from home seems to offer some advantages to both employees and employers. Employees get more freedom to set their working hours and can avoid long commutes, while employers don't have to spend money on renting a physical location to do business, and they get to select from a wider talent pool when selecting new hires because potential employees don't have to live where they work. However, many employers who gave their employees the option to work from home even before COVID-19 had to turn off the idea because of dips in productivity when working from home. Companies like IBM, Best Buy, Bank of America, Yahoo!, AT&T and others, are some of the many who tried increasing working from home before the coronavirus pandemic, but publicly scaled back this initiative when they didn't get the results they wanted. These companies ran into problems like remote employees feeling marginalized and less loyal to the company and a decrease in creativity and innovation because telecommuting restricts the spontaneous nature of some ideas and the ability to work as a team in a traditional sense. So, Doc, pre-COVID, it seemed like working from home didn't work. Post-COVID, now it seems like working from home is working. Mm, Your thoughts? A morning consult survey found that 54% of people nationwide say they'd prefer to work from home permanently. Even though the companies have tried to give the work from home option in the past and have not liked the results, the coronavirus pandemic has forced those companies to give it another chance. Most companies have not seen productivity drop since the transition to working from home as a result of COVID-19, so it could potentially become a trend to continue letting employees work from home as a long-term solution. This is just another aspect of our lives which is changing with this virus as we find a new normal, and it may be a one of the silver linings for people who can now be more flexible in their work arrangement. At the beginning of 2020, a man in Seattle had a cough while a woman in Chicago had a fever and shortness of breath. These were the first known U.S. cases of COVID-19. In February, 15 cases in the U.S. were reported, each with a direct link to China. However, estimates reveal there were more than 2,000 hidden infections throughout major U.S. cities at this time. With widespread travel and delayed responses to an evolving epidemic, health officials have traced and recounted how the virus transmitted through the country. In February, an estimated 1,000 travelers came to the U.S. from other countries, including those from Asia and Europe. This led to the first wave of outbreaks in major cities and metro areas such as Seattle, New York, and the Bay Area in California. Simultaneously, dysfunctional testing and lack of awareness of the virus's transmission left the country in the dark as to what was to come. In the weeks that followed, outbreaks in these areas doubled and tripled in size. 
In March, millions of Americans traveled domestically as no travel restrictions had been placed yet. Seattle and New York became the country's hotspots as travel to these cities is extremely high. About 10,000 infections from New York were transmitted undetected. At this time in early March, government officials were still encouraging residents to go about their normal daily lives. About two weeks after Mardi Gras, New Orleans had a major outbreak that traced back to the New York cluster of cases. On March 13th, the president implemented a travel restriction on European countries. However, by this point, the virus had already become widespread in the United States and would only worsen with lack of restrictions and travel within the country. Doc, we've been on quite a ride, huh? Yeah, you know, I can take off with this one. Um, I just want to be clear that travel restrictions, especially uh, from other parts of the of the world, have not been shown uh, to be effective and is, is not a recommended public health intervention. But moving forward, it wasn't until March 24th that the majority of the country moved forward with lockdowns and stay-at-home mandates. By this time, COVID-19 was present in all 50 states, with numbers increasing every day. With the rapid transmission and so much unknown in the initial months of the virus, these consequences have left us wondering, what could we have done to avoid this? And that's going to be in the next segment. Well, Doc, what could we have done differently? The most obvious answer would have been to restrict our collective movements with social isolation practices. In the beginning, we underestimated not only the severity of the virus, but its ability to transmit within asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic individuals. But nonetheless, we continued to go about our normal lives. We witnessed the effects of this rapid transmission much after the virus had already begun to reach large amounts of people. We were behind the eight ball. With each step in this pandemic, it appeared that the virus is always a few steps ahead of us. Now we're faced with widespread damage control. You know, Doc, recent studies show that 22,000 deaths in the New York metro area could have been avoided if the country had been social distancing just one week earlier. Estimates show that 36,000 deaths nationwide could have been avoided by early May if social distancing was implemented sooner. It's amazing how great of an effect the timing of response has on the numbers. No, you know, you're exactly right. And we actually presented those studies when they came out uh, in an earlier episode of Noise Filter. I remember that. Now, we know that social distancing works. And with the lockdowns that were in place in late March and April, we actually saw the curve begin to flatten. Now, single-day tallies of cases were lowering and transmission slowed down. But once cities moved forward with reopening phases, we started to see massive spikes and new outbreaks, especially across the South and the West. Today, many states report record-breaking single-day numbers of new cases, and this too serves as a testament to the fact that social distancing is effective and should be maintained. Yeah, as we continue to learn more about COVID-19 and how the virus functions, it's important that we also learn from our mistakes. We can't change the past, but we can work towards a better future so that one day we can overcome or learn to live with this virus that doesn't look like it's going anywhere. It's a collective effort that requires work on all of our parts, and together we can beat this. But you know, one of the most important things? Stay at home. Mask up. Stay at home. COVID down. <laughs> Mask up. COVID can down. Can somebody turn up the filter? Because the noise of his voice is just like, he's <laughs> killing me today. What, what? I sound so good. Oh, God. He's delusional. 
Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.